We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are going commando. Your hair looks lovely. I'm sorry, I see the baby's flying. Sorry. (laughs) Going commando is a little show that we put together because um, I've because we think we're funny and because we've got a lot to say and we really um, we think it's important to just be who we are and share that with the world. And by doing so, hopefully we give you permission to do the same. So here we are, baby hairs and all. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if you have this problem, Dana, but I have this problem. Baby hairs. When I get uh, around this time of the month and a certain time of the month, my hair falls out like hormonal right so my hair falls out and it regrows luckily it regrows so i have been like like washing my hair and i'm like ugh. but then i got these little guys like go get them kid oh my god you're so sexy i can barely stand (laughs) i don't know we talk about it all people (laughs) i don't know if my hair falls out it's pretty clear i got a lot of hair I got a lot of hair, so I mean, <laughs> remember. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh! No, but starting like this, I don't look good in this. I can already tell. Go ahead. <laughs> We're in college. <laughs> oh my god! I got. I got to do it. Sorry. When we were in college. Uh, Dana was, uh, we had like these apartments. What were the excellence or what was the other, where were we living? Oh, I don't that? know. There was, there was, um, uh, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. It was like a bunch of apartments right off campus where all the kids Yeah, yeah. We all live together. We all like walk to each other's place, just walk in, sit down. You come downstairs, somebody be sitting on your couch. (laughs) And I remember we were all hanging out in your living room and you come bouncing down the stairs from your shower. You had a big towel in your ass. You're like, guys, I just took a wad of hair from my ass. It was this big. (laughs) And I was like, I love her. (laughs) Just to be clear, just to be clear. And we are, I'm going to pull an old picture and we are going to post it. I never forgot that story in that moment. So somebody discarded me or I found it hilarious <laughs> because I don't get wads of hair as uh, clearly. Well, again, we're going to post a picture. I'm going to find one, but I had crazy deaf leopard hair. We'll just start there. Like I had like the full right out of Jersey. It was like 1992, right out of Jersey, big blonde hair, all curly. And when I would shower, I would like come out of the shower and I'd be pulling hair out of the crack of my ass. Like it was just, it was just everywhere. Like it stuck in my armpits. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. It was on walls. It was everywhere. And, uh, and yeah, so that was common. Like I, I, that wasn't the first time just so you're not special. That wasn't the first time. Just, I said this you've word. always just truly been yourself, Dana. That's just, I can't help that. it. You've always I can't been help yourself. it. I've tried. I've tried because I've had many a boyfriend try to, you know, mm-hmm. try to make me not be this way. Mm-hmm. And so I've attempted, but there's no, no there's true. no putting a putting a cap on this. That's the thing. That's why this whole going commando thing is so awesome, right? Because we we have found the power, the value, the just like the the relaxed state of being just by being ourselves. I don't have to worry about what you think or what anybody else thinks, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah like i remember i was dating this guy and i had this dream of being a rock star you know i I play guitar sort of i write some songs you know whatever but i had this dream of playing on a band with a band like collaboration camaraderie rock and roll and i had i was like i wrote a couple songs i put them together with a couple friends we did some demos and then we got a gig 
at this at the trash bar in Brooklyn. I mean, I, big time. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is really funny because that's where I met Dave, my my now husband. So, yeah. but um, my current boyfriend at the time was like, oh, I just never pictured like my wife being a rock star. Like he was not on board with me doing this. And I did it despite him, but God, that uphill stream with these people that don't yeah. like that, that for their own shit, hold you back. And it's just yeah. like, yeah. 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 I had a, I see where this is going, but I had a, actually my first husband of 11 months again, proud moment. <laughs> I remember him telling me, you're so beautiful when you sleep. And I was like, Oh, and then he was like, yeah, but then you get up and you open your mouth. <laughs> what a dick. But he like was just saying, like, I swear to God, he, it was so like, he felt it so strongly. I don't even think he thought he was offending me. Like he was just like, yeah, you start talking. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's when the magic happened, right? <laughs> Oh, we picked the winners to help us go Oh my God. We're here though. We're here. We're here. We're All right. Here. So let's do it. Okay. We'll put you okay. Sorry for the interlude, folks. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, Tyrex. All right. So um, last week we had the beautiful, magical Anya Joubert, um with us. Um, I don't know if the T is pronounced. Joubert? Joubert? Joubert. I love you, girl. No matter what. Freespirithc.com. Um, it was awesome. Okay. That, awesome that'll episode. be a clip. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, yeah, so we took a little break from our 10 recs, um, which is what we're talking about this season, based on Dana's book, 10 Recommandments for Personal Empowerment, second edition if you're searching for it on Amazon. Um, we'll put links everywhere, all that good stuff. Um, but now we are coming towards, you know, the last few episodes focusing on 10 recs. And today we're focusing on recommandment number eight. That's right. Oh, that's my cue. That's your cue. Um, can you hear the lawn, guys? I cannot. Okay, because when I have when I use my super duper microphone and have the the earphones in, yeah. Oh my god, I can hear like a flea fart downstairs. <laughs> like I know everything that's going on in my house. When I, sometimes I sit up here, work on my computer, and wear them just so I could spy on them. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not proud of that. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't know fleas farted. <laughs> Loudly in the in the <laughs> mic. Okay. <laughs> oh, the eighth recommandment: I shall not abuse my body with words, substances, food, actions, or neglect it by ignoring its messages when it speaks to me. Rather, I shall embrace my body, treat it with love and respect, trust my physical guidance system, and rely on any information that it offers telling me that something in my physical vessel is in need of attention. Mm. There it is. Oh. Such a good one. This is mm. such a good one. You know, because we've been so focused on the emotions of everything, like the the, mm. the energetic, the emotions, the, the inside work of the mind and the heart. And this is all about the physical manifestation, right? Yeah. yeah. Of that. Of that. Of that. Because the emotional guidance system that we talk about all the time and the physical, they, they work in concert. Yeah. All of it, all of it. You know what I mean? Our senses and all of it. But those are the big ones because when we don't get our emotions under wraps or, or in, with imbalance, I should say, in, in balance. And then what happens is the energy gets stuck. It creates, um, it, it eventually can create physical maladies. Yeah. So, but the physical guidance, we don't need the emotions for the physical, because the physical guidance is simple as I'm on the computer all day, and then later I get a migraine. 
And, it's, and what do I do? I immediately pop some pills and I'm like, okay, oh, I get migraines. Well, let's, what could have caused that migraine? Do we see a pattern? Start asking yourself the questions. Do I, I get them from time to time. Well, when do I get them? Yeah. Do I get them when I'm sitting on the computer? I, I don't get migraines a lot, but I do get them because I paid attention when I'm not properly hydrated, when I am on the computer all day. And when I remember in the gallery, I deal with a lot of energy, especially get the right people. And they get Anne-Marie in the room and I'm just like, my hands are <laughs> boom, boom. but if I don't properly clear that energy out and it's just as simple as going outside, put my feet on the ground, you know, I get migraines. Mm-hmm. But what we tend to do is now listen to what I just said. I just said, I tend to get migraines and here are when I get migraines. So what am I going to do? I'm going to avoid those things. You know what I mean? Or if, like I said, the one I can't avoid is when I'm with people who have a lot of energy, I'm going to utilize strategies to alleviate that. Yeah. Or also when I get some, I remember the, I I know I rarely get migraines and this is way back when, but I can remember when it first happened, it was visual. So I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was with Maddie and I had no one to drive me anywhere, but I was like, Maddie, I don't know what's going on. Like, I didn't know what was going on because yeah. I never experienced it before. I didn't know what to do. I was like, do I go to the hospital? Like, I had no idea if I was having a, a heart attack, but, um, now like I have a gluten intolerance, right? I, I get like a numbness in my fingers. If I eat gluten, I don't get, I don't have celiac, but I, I get a physical thing when I mm-hmm. eat it. My body just does not like it. So now when i first happened i was like oh my god my like is something wrong with me like my hands are numb and i didn't know what was going on now if i like see a bagel and i'm really freaking craving a bagel i'll have a bagel and i'll know what what the repercussions are you know (laughs) like i get gassy so everyone's like oh no moms have bagels (laughs) (laughs) sorry everybody But it does, it makes it so it's not scary. Like there's, there's a reason in my mind, like why this is happening. Yeah. So then I can make the decisions, you know, yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to talk about, I want to go right to the big one. I want to talk about um, autoimmune disease. Okay. Yeah. There are so many, there are so many. I was diagnosed in 2015 with RA. Okay. But there's lupus, there's RA, there's a bunch of them. I'm not going to go down the list. Autoimmune disease is your body essentially is attacking itself, right? It's yeah. Well, I, I, I specifically have Hashimoto's on my thyroid, which is antibodies attacking my thyroid. Exactly. Exactly. And I will say loud and clear, I am not a doctor. I am just sharing my personal experience and things I picked up. Do along not the way. do take I it. do not do this at home. <laughs> but but I am not a doctor. But it is very clear to me. It is very clear to me. I feel I believe so strongly that our especially autoimmune disease is directly related to trauma, to stress, to to um well, there's trauma, trauma and stress because so many other things fall under that. Unresolved trauma, um, again, stress on the body, mental stress, physical, it eventually creates these, these autoimmune diseases or exacerbates them. And I'll just give you an example with the RA. My grandfather, my, my paternal, my, excuse me, my maternal, my mother's father, who I had never met, he died before I was born. He had cancer and he had RA, died in a wheelchair. Okay. So I had cancer in RA, right? So it would be easy for me to say that, that I, oh, of course my grandfather had them and I had it. 
right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's a predisposition because there's sort of like it's genetically in there, but something had to exacerbate those things, right? Something had there had to be a catalyst. My brother didn't have cancer or RA. My mother didn't have cancer or RA. But maybe we all had something, again, something genetic, but something in me, it exacerbated that, right? Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things, it's easy to say, like ADHD is another one. ADHD is is genetic. My father had ADHD, his father had, it's a label. It's really just a way that a person is. But some things exacerbate them. Lack of organization exacerbates it. Certain foods exacerbates it. Yeah. So I think that we all have in, in, like I said, in one way or another, some sort of predisposition, if we are not operating properly. And if we, again, have the stress, aren't eating the right foods, have unresolved trauma, the issues are in your tissues, right? If we have that, and then it, 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 it uh, manifests itself, Rather than focus on, well, I'm this way because, because we talk about that with the emotionalities. Oh, yeah. I'm this way. Remember? My mother didn't love me. My father's a jerk store. I remember the shit that comes out of my mouth, right? <laughs> so if we, if we are like, if we look at that at an emotional level, well, let's look at it at a physical level. Oh, I have ADHD because my father had ADHD and I had RA because my grandfather. Okay. 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 Well, that's fine and good. But yeah. what are we going to do about recognizing these symptoms and alleviating them? And using them to understand that something's out of balance in our lives. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> and uh, my, so I, my, I've had thyroid issues since I, I think it was in my early twenties. Throat chakra, <laughs> um, but yeah, and and you know, I take such a small dose of the med- like the levothyroxin, which is the hormone replacement, right? Um, and I've been on the same dose through my pregnancies for 20 something years or yeah, yeah. 20 years. How old am I? (laughs) Maybe 30 years. And, uh, it's never shifted. It's never changed. Um, but I feel, and, and, you know, they tell you it's a sentence. No, you're on this rest of your life. You have to come every six months, got to do blood work, you know, stay in the medical system. You know, I'm sure if I really worked on it, it, like if I, if I, I chose to not, like if I chose to take the space to, to energetically work on it, you know, I could probably get myself off the medicine because I'm no longer the same person that triggered this thing, you know, and obviously I lived with it up until I was in my twenties, you know, whatever was there. So I could probably get back to that state of being without taking this little dose of medicine every six days. Um, so yeah, it's a, but if I, you know, I also could allow it to take over. Oh my God. I went to the, I went to the, um, the, whatchamacallit, the doctor. And I was like, I was like, I'm gaining weight. I don't know what's wrong. And so she did like a breath thing. She's like, well, you're not eating you're enough calories. So you must have something, you must have diabetes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, give me some more medication. Yeah. She was like, I just want to justify why I'm putting you on medication. I'm like, whoa, settle down lady. <laughs> because do you want me to go take some disgusting tests so that you can put me on some medication for something that I don't even know if that's what it is? So it's it's just my body reacting to what's going on in my life. You know, like there's yeah. just stuff, yeah. you know, and, and because I know that I'm not running to get all the tests to be on, you know, to, I just know that in my mind, in my heart, I know I don't have diabetes. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. can we talk energetics just for a second? Go for it. Energetic. You're going to get witchy. 
A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Because again, when we've opened, you were like, yeah, we talk about emotions. Yeah, we talk about energetics, but let's talk about the physicality. But really, because they all go together, it affects the physicality. So I think about sometimes like, okay, so the, the emotions that are based in fear are very dense emotions. You want to talk vibratory, right? Like they're low vibration, right? But they're dense emotions. So when I'm feeling angry, I feel heavy, right? When I feel uh, like annoyed, any of those emotions, frustrated, angry, even angsty, there's a heaviness to it. There's a heaviness in your heart, right? There's a heaviness in it. When I feel love and joy and excitement, there's a lightness to those emotions. I think we could all agree with that, right? The one person in the room, can we agree with that? So, so I even wrote in 10 reps, I talked about like in ancient Egypt, you know, when somebody would die, they would weigh their heart, right. To decide whether or not they were going to go to, 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 I'll call it heaven, but to heaven. And if it was a heavy heart, it didn't pass a test. And if it was a light heart, right. And it's that idea when we have a heavy heart, it's because we're carrying grief, pain, or sadness. So when, if I'm feeling heavy, just like, now think about, how that affects the next thing in our lives, how it affects my interactions. Like when I have pain, I yell at my kids. I'm not going to lie. I don't want to. I'm not proud of it, but I do. Right. But when I'm having this great, wonderful day and I feel light and free and refreshed, oh my God, I'm buying them ice cream. I may even hug them. You (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, so just think about that emotional guidance. Think about like when you first fell in love with somebody, oh my God, I can't sleep. (laughs) <laughs> right you know what i mean like you're saying hi to strangers on the street everybody's happy because you because that light emotion that that emotion of love right the vibration of that emotion so when we in our lives are carrying trauma issues are in our tissues right carrying our, dra- our trauma and carrying day-to-day heavy emotions eventually that's going to take its toll on the physical vessel wouldn't you agree? hundred percent. hundred percent. Right? And it's going to hit you where you're most vulnerable. It's going to hit you where well, you're most... Learn from the best. Yeah. <laughs> I read it right here. <laughs> so, but it's going to hit you where you're most vulnerable. So, so... You know, it's no, it's no secret. I've spoken about this publicly more than once. I had thyroid cancer at 25. I spent the first 25 years of my life and probably a few after that, um, lacking authenticity, uh, you know, being stifled, being told this is going to get dark for just a millisecond. But I remember we're talking about before how like I couldn't, I can never temper this, even though I tried, I had a boyfriend, probably was 25 pick me up off the floor against the wall by the throat and said, if you don't shut your mouth, I'm going to kill you. And I'm, oh. and I go, <laughs> please tell me you kicked him in the balls. No, I was like, I guess you're going to have to kill me because I just, <laughs> <laughs> clearly he was bluffing. He was bluffing. But anyway, I, I just went off the rails with that. But anyway, 25 years old, I find out I have thyroid cancer because I've been stifled my whole life. I was never really truly get to, getting to be who I was because I was too this, too that, too the other, right? And I wound up getting thyroid cancer because this here is your throat chakra. This is about your your sense of truth, your sense of identity, not identity, integrity, your sense of um, authenticity, 
And if I wasn't allowed to be that, it was stifled. And what happened, and I knew this at 25, and then I learned it to be true later, the energy it manifests, and I got thyroid cancer. Why do you think it is that if you look at the history of thyroid disease and thyroid cancer, it's mostly women? Mm-hmm. Because women tend to be more stifled in that regard yeah. than men. Okay. Yeah. And again, yeah. men have their own issues. I don't want to start getting into colon cancer because it's not my gig. But you know what I mean? You got root chakra stuff. Why are prostate cancer? You have to think about that. So it's just, it's really, really something how it shows up. Your, your ear, nose and throat bullshit for so long. Oh my God. I can't even for, yeah, I, I didn't notice it until we started working together. You know what I mean? Like I didn't even notice it was a problem, but yeah, I was constantly every four or five months had an ear infection. I was on a Z-Pack. I was amoxicillin. I called my doctor. I didn't have to go see her. She's like, another one. I'm like, yeah. And she just kept drugging me up. Yep. And then eventually, God, I haven't had a, I haven't had to take, even when I had COVID, I didn't take antibiotics. <laughs> you know, and COVID. But that was a whole other thing that I yeah. got because I was, you know, again. Vulnerable. I was, I was extremely vulnerable. Yeah. Like I had, I had just um, quit my job. So that we could, uh, you know, I took my last day of the job so that we could do this. I took the month of December off. That month of December, I was with my family and I was stressed about everything. And it was even the holidays? I, it was the holidays and it was all the, all the baggage that I kept. And by the time Christmas came and went, and I remember it was like, that was when I realized that, you know, my younger brother was, you know, having trouble and I tried to step in to help. And it, it was all around. The, all, I got so sick because I was so vulnerable to yeah. all that stuff. Yep. You know, that's how we started. That's how we started building FindUniquelyU.com was when I was, you know, recovering from COVID. That yeah. was it. Yeah, that's how I wrote my book. <laughs> COVID, man, it'll slow you down. It. It'll slow you down. <laughs> Enough that you could do what you got to do, right? <laughs> but, you know, like I, I, that was, you know, t- 2021. So this is like the end of COVID. Like, you know, this was like, oh, I got the good strain, you know, like yeah. stupid. So stupid. Um, but. I had been around it the whole year prior and I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was excited. I was jazzed. I was doing the business on the side and yeah. we were, you know, everything was like good except for the ear infections and stuff. But the minute I was super vulnerable and emotionally vulnerable, like just yeah. like just all that, the heaviness of my family and all that bullshit. Um, yeah. I got sick. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's really where your vulnerabilities are. You know, I just share what I had on my right foot. And since it's been, I don't want to say cured, but I've, I've worked through it. My little piggy market home. I think the one that had roast beef, the little piggy that had roast beef un- underneath on the ball of my foot. When I was, I don't know, 11, I wound, I got a splinter, turned into a planter war. It was like a whole deal. And I had, had to have it removed. I had, it was just, it was not pretty. Right. And it was for a while. And it was right during the time that my parents were getting divorced. There's just like a lot of trauma involved in that. Right. And I've always managed, I got a callus on it, managed to walk with a limp, you know, but anytime I was overstressed, I would start my tomato, that's what we would call it, would act up, right? It's like, oh, my tomato, oh. And then I started to realize when I was having issues in relationships, my tomato would act up. And I remember once Rob saying to his sister when we were having some issues, he's like, oh, you don't want to get Dana's toe. <laughs> it's not a good place to be. But it became like I, because I had awareness of what my body was telling me. It took me a long time to get to the understanding that, Oh, I had an injury there. 
Oh, I had emotional trauma during that time. Oh, it hadn't been resolved. Issues in my tissues. And then once I work that out um, and also try to alleviate stress in my life and try to get to it before it falls into my toe. But it was real. That was an interesting thing. I would start to limp. Rob's like, what's bothering you? That's, you know, people say, oh, when it rains, my knees hurt. You know what I mean? When I'm pissed off, my domino will be like, yes, yes. When I'm having family issues or stuff going on, the the roots, the heels of my feet, like I can hardly walk. There was a point where I could not walk. I remember. What is wrong with my feet? And it was like, okay, well, that's my, that's my tell, right? It's like, get off, lay down, think, relax, like go back to a place, try to just chill. Cause I need to be slowed down. How many times do you say we're getting, I'm in a four shutdown right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the two of us were very similar like that. Like, like I feel like, like when I did all that stuff and there's no time for room for it, we could have this conversation another time when I went off the thyroid medication and all that. I literally felt like, you know, when you see like a, a rhino get shot with a tranquilizer dart, I'm like, no, I'm all, oh, another one. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean, but that's what we need. That's why. So, so without going too, too far off the rails, which too late, but without going too, too far off the rails, it really comes down to when we have these physical ailments, issues, things that pop up for us, reoccurring pains, um, again, the, the, the autoimmune, any of that, before we jump to the medication, I'm not saying medication doesn't help, but before we jump to the medication, if we just sit with ourselves and kind of like ask ourselves, where is this pain coming from? How long have I had it? When does it pop up? Why is that? And really try to understand that there, our body is fucking talking to us. Yeah. You know, just on, you know, just another example that isn't about pain. It talks to us joyfully too. Ooh, I got the chills. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. For me, when something is so important and really touches me in, in like, in my soul hole, <laughs> my eyes fill up. Oh my God, my the best party trick ever. I'm like, oh, Dana's crying. Dana's crying again. <laughs> Mommy's crying. And my kids, oh, there she goes. But when I get, when I'm touched, like emotionally touched, to be clear, <laughs> but like when I, when I am touched, I get like, they burn and it starts and, and, uh, and like moved, you know, and, uh, but that's a beautiful sign because all that's telling me is, oh, this is really special. Not that I didn't know, you know, intellectually, but that's my physical body is telling me so pay attention pay attention when you're getting involved in something and you don't know if it's right for you or not listen to what your body's telling you how does it feel yeah we've forgotten to feel and then they throw a bunch of drugs at us so we don't feel the feeling is to assist us in navigating our way yes oh god i think we should do a whole episode just on the kids just on the kids and their emotions and what they're feeling and what they're going through and oh let's do a beta We'll do a Veda. We'll do a Veda. I was going to say, I'd like to follow up. I'll, I'll put a picture of the book. I'd like okay. to follow up maybe because we're because com- we're coming to the end of 10 Rex. So what season, what season four going to be? Yeah. It'd be cool to focus on Woo Woo because a lot of these things come through. Oh, Woo so good. Woo Woo so, so good. good. I'm so yeah. glad. You can't, you can't. 10 Rex just gets your head out of your ass. Woo Woo takes you to the stars. <laughs> <laughs> And there it is, folks. <laughs> woo woo is awesome because it's all of these, all of these practices, all of these things from Ten Rex. Ten Rex is kind of like a user manual 
you know, for humans. Yeah. And um, Woo Woo Decoding, so it's uh, Dana has a book called Beyond the Ten, Decoding the Woo Woo. And she goes through her experiences with energy and alignment and all this stuff that like, yeah, <laughs> like the, the words that you hear, you know, in, in all kinds of people are saying these different things, but like, what's the practicality behind all of these things? How do they relate to like religions and philosophies and different things through the course of history? And how it's like, you know, it's not woo woo. It's all, we're all saying the same thing. So, um, and then she's got some really good, good juicy stories about her schmoopy. And oh my God, my poopy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So I think that that's what, I think that's what season four is going to be all about, which we're going to be rolling into soon, which is super exciting. Oh man. Thank you, Angela. I'm mm. excited about that. Thank you. Thank you for seeing this, like for getting it, for seeing it. Because this is my guts, man, and I believe in it so strongly. And the fact that you, the fact that I, saying this on film, I'm so in love with you, and and you see it. You know what I mean? It's really, it, it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal to be seen by somebody who you think so highly of. So, oh, my yeah. movie. You're my work movie. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, and, and, and just, I think that maybe, because Veda is so, so important too. Um, I think maybe we'll do, it's like in between it, because I really do, it's focusing on the children right now. With Like we can do all this work for ourselves, but especially for parents, the stuff that you do for, for the kids and the work in Veda and just the awareness and what you've helped me with Christian. I mean, there's so, so, so much. Christian's five. And Maddie. And Maddie, oh my God, my 18 year old. Yeah, Maddie was hysterical crying last night because she's like not ready. She's overwhelmed. She's got all of her college stuff out. She's yeah. like, I'm not ready. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, just go to sleep. We'll put it away. And then you tacked it. I was like, she's so upset. I'm so glad you guys are talking today. And she's like, and you said, yeah, this is, she's just being a normal kid. She's just 18. Yep. I, I want to read to you. She texted me this morning and she was like, good morning, 3.30 today, right? And I'm like, see you then. She goes, okay, great. Punch me with some empowerment before I go away. I said, I'll punch you right in the twiz. <laughs> <laughs> and get you ready to go. Yes, folks. From give me your elephants. children. <laughs> No, no, no. It's so, so, so important. Dana helps get Maddie <laughs> off of uh, ADD medicine. And, um, you know, I believe in medication when it's necessary, but it's not like the be all end all, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. Maddie went from not feeling and numbing herself to um, learning how to deal with those feelings and emotions and stuff. So yeah. it's also so there's so much there's so much to unpack here. Yeah. Um, and it's also valuable. So um, we also have workshops and all that good stuff. If you want to like, you know, not wait for the episodes, but you can work with Dana directly um, on finduniquelyyou.com. Um, and we have some cool like, you know, course on demand or live workshops. Um, but really, this work is it's 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 life changing. It's life changing. Oh, it's God. it's slight life changing. If you're a teacher and you are feeling unempowered with the school system because you have to stick with a curriculum and a thing, we have, you know, Dana has this Veda um, intensive where she teaches you a curriculum that you can incorporate into. Yeah. Your oh, it's so aw it's so good. It's so, so good. good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> and it's like it's great for people that are homeschooling their children. It's all about the emotions of the child, and it's for any age range. I mean, this is fucking powerful shit. Yeah. Oh my God, no so children eloquent. are watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Okay. So I'm watching the time. I see that we're getting a little bit over. Um, mm -hmm. 
But uh, Dana, I do love you. I do see you. Uh, this work that you have is just, it's just game changing. And I want, I want everybody to feel the way I feel for having done the work. I appreciate that. Continue to do the work. <laughs> yeah, man. You're crushing it. You're crushing it. Oh, thanks. All right. Stop lights ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great week. Um, we do have a special guest next week. We're talking with Mr. Tyler. Oh, that's that next week? It's I two weeks. So. Two weeks? Two weeks. You and I, are. we got a week glitch. It's the, yeah, it's two weeks. Oh, it's two weeks. You know, because, okay, just real quick. August used to be full of birthdays for my siblings, but because I don't talk to any of them anymore. You don't know what the fuck is going on. I have on. no benchmarks. <laughs> like today, today is my youngest brother's birthday. So Bobby, if you happen to be watching this, happy birthday. <laughs> I love you, bro. Um, but we don't talk anymore. And then, you know, there's my birthday on the 28th and then Susie's birthday is on the 31st. And Dave's got some nieces with birthdays in August. <laughs> like it's, but I'm not like, I'm not aware. I'm like, I'm so new. You know, I get that. Yeah. You're totally off. And I get that, how that would affect it. I, my kid's got a birthday on the 27th too. That's right. That's and right. And my mother-in-law is the 19th. I saw it, which means like the evil mother-in-law in Italian. I saw it, Chetta. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh my God. I love her so much. I really do. She's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. What do you guys say about going to BJ's? <laughs> Ugazi BJ. Ugazi BJ. She's, she's obviously English is her second language. So so uh, I know we're going over, but this is kind of cute. So Ugazi is is, is is dicks in Italian. But if you were to say like Ugazi something, it's like fucking. Like, oh, like I always say Ugazi Kumsi Kam. Like, like fucking, I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I don't know what to say. You know, like, I don't know what it's called or whatever. So she would always be like, yeah, we're going to do Ugazi BJ. Ugazi BJ. It's my mother-in-law. She's like, Ugazi BJ. And so my kids were like, we're going to Ugazi BJ. They don't know what they're talking about. And yes, again, people, bring me your children. I will teach them a better way. <laughs> Oh, but it's so funny. You're teaching them to curse and they don't know that they're cursing. They have no idea. My father used to always say, and I always thought he was like saying like, your mother's stupid. And he'd be like, oh, what a feast. What a feast. You know, dumb, 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 stupid, stupid. And then Rob, who again speaks Italian, is like, you know that that means, is your mother's vagina. <laughs> like, you know, you're saying vagina. And I'm like, I do now. A piece of mama, a piece of mama. <laughs> All right, do me a favor. If we pull a timestamp of this for pull a that one. Type it for me. Oh, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> the translator is going to be like, um, what? <laughs> All good. All right, everybody. Okay, Thanks yeah, yeah. For... Thank you. Thank you for indulging us. And uh, bye bye. Bye bye. Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com.